April 21, 
We keep strict tables. We tack morals on these fables. We collect afflictions and we polish them like silver. We eat up time in giant bites and wash them down with another helping of that happiness elixir. We're dealing justice, but no justice to the destitute. We're too busy trying to bust all the dopeheads and prostitutes. I advertise we punish crimes by default anyway. If there's some money to be made, we'll look the other way. We keep strict tables, we tack morals on these fables. We collect afflictions and we polish them like silver. I fashioned an antenna to be some sort of center of the universe for me and all my friends who came to see this thing for me that rubbed the bark right off the tree and in a pile of litter it comes. There's someone in the basement. He says he's your replacement. We're forgiving you for never being strong. There's pictures in the attic make you dizzy from the static. We're forgiving you for always being wrong. And in a pile of litter it comes with two left feet and all thumbs and in the creation struck dumb. In the creation struck dumb. The word infliction holds hope against a mast, a military mast so righteous and holy. Does progress justify process? What is the measure of a man? Might? Right? In our determination, do we exclude the possibilities of failure? Got a sleeper arm, triggers the bells and whistles, comes on with brittle skin, wakes up the neighborhood, appears in triplicate. The rot gutter, the 12-year-old scotch, smells it on his crotch, says what crime is the victim guilty? Irregardless of past events, we pick up where we left off. Same thing. Cut down on these apologies on account of I've been left to die. What are the chances of falling off? What are the chances of getting back on? We wince once again, or we go back and lose the time. This is not a test. My hands are trembling in pockets of fire. I can't take my pride, but then again, I can't fake my pride either. Oh Lord, is this a test? Oh Lord, oh Lord, is this a test? One step to the right means one step to the left. There's no fight in me left and I'm all out of breath. And you won't be the death of me, no, you won't be the death. One step to the left means one step to the right. I'm all barking, no bite, and I'm losing the fight. I thought you were the life of me. I thought you were the life of me. We fooled the self. I dreamed that I was asleep. It was black. There was no one else there. I was breathing in and out. I couldn't see. I couldn't hear. I couldn't speak. It was a place with no language. Cancel all of my vision. Poke out my eyes. Instinct is reflection of your impossibilities. Is, was. I am humble. I am cruel. I am cruelty. I am a fool. The jester makes a perfect target for those with little time. What's the big surprise? Is there something I'm ignorantly wanting? You seem to like me wanting. Don't tell me this, don't tell me that. Don't make me sorry I listened. Safety in numbers. Accidents happen too often. It's a perfect fit. Nothing wrong here, nothing wrong there. It's back to square one, something I'm not in the mood for. I can't stand the feeling I get when I'm all out of ideas. 
There's nothing to gain from feeling what I feel. I need to consume. Who cares from where all these blessings flow? All wrapped up neatly and tied with a bow. What is time to the dope? Just enough rope. I don't want to do what I don't. I don't want to do what I won't. We fool the self in our tragic masculinity. It just takes a handshake and we're all forgiven. We've got a thousand miles behind us and a thousand miles ahead. Yeah, it's been cool this week. And we got a visit, brother man. Yeah. Welcome to show, Fred. Hi. From Portlandia to Pedro. How you guys oh, doing? Wow. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Here's the connection. But, 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 but I think there's a Chicago connection, too, though. I that's lived in I was... Chicago for quite a few years. Yeah. Well, let's start yeah. from the beginning. What you, oh, well, I got to say, we'll start show off with John Coltrane doing a configuration with Rashid Ali. I met him where she, he had a, a turtle shell for a hat. Uh, cool. A little helmet-like thing, huh? Kind of. Yeah, maybe it was. <laughs> but it was very... Uh, Original, I thought. And then we heard uh, Pete Stewart from Trophy Wise out in uh, Wichita Falls, Texas. John Johnson doing two left feet and all thumbs. Yeah, let's start from the beginning. What's your earliest uh, musical memory? My earliest musical memory is uh, when I was a kid. I can't remember what age, maybe four. Um, My parents bought me the 45 of Sammy Davis Jr., the Candyman. Cool, cool. Where where were you a kid at? Long Island, New York. So uh, I just remember, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that was that's my earliest memory of of, of playing that forty five over and over again. They 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 got it for you. Yeah, my first music that I bought was a forty five too. Yeah, but they got it for you. Was it like a present? I can't for remember. I can't remember. It, it's one of those presents that just materializes. All of a sudden, it yeah, was in right, the house. Right, right. And and there I it was, that too. <clears throat> and it wasn't for them. It was more. It was clearly for for kids. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, I wonder though, because reading about Sammy later, he had some uh, struggles with the candy man. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I gather that I, I would. Uh, you know. <laughs> you know. Uh, uh, he's an interesting guy, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, I think it's especially at that time, country needed cat like him. Yeah. And his pals. Yeah. Supported. Yeah. That, uh, Rat pack dude. Right. I feel like the older I get, the more I... Rush up. Well. <laughs> I feel like... Banish that old word. Uh-huh. Oh, that's right. That's right. Uh, I feel like the more miles I get, I, I attain, um, the more I appreciate what these people were. Sam Davis Jr., all these... Yeah. Uh, just being entertainers... Uh, and, and the fact that he wasn't in a in a rock band, yeah. I st- now I I get more what everyone was trying to do. So um, I was reading this book on him, and in England he liked to drink called Pims. Uh-huh. I've always wondered what that shit tastes like. Yeah, I've seen the bottles, but look at all these things. Pair enough. Oh wow, <laughs> Martini. Yeah, it's no, like Martino. all the stars I think, from. I the... think he took the last letter off. Yeah, from Steubenville. Uh, That's right, Ohio. Yeah. My head from Ohio. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> Steubenville. It's almost Pittsburgh. Uh, and also West Virginia. It's like a tri-state thing uh, there. It's right by the river. Yeah, it was a trippy show, though. I had, like, all the stars of that time just kind of getting drunk, having fun on TV. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then he lost his son in a crash, a plane crash, and broke his heart. I didn't, I didn't know that. But uh, that's the cat Frank Sinatra really liked because yeah. of the casualness in the singing. He never uh, had to try. It just rolled out. Uh-huh. That's why I was reading. Frank was uh, envious. Like Elvis was envious of uh, Roy Orbison. Yeah. Whoa. Really? Was he? Yeah, was I read he... about that. He was scared of his voice. Wow. I just saw these... Uh, this, you know Elvis... What's that, this, brother? This, uh, it was uh, Fran Sinatra and, and Dame Martin. These two chicks who were playing, they were like in, in limbo in heaven. They were, since they were womanizers, had to come back and they just did like a parody on all the songs. Uh, just Dean Martin, Frank Sinatra up there, but their chicks doing this act was pretty, all pretty right. cool. Yeah. yeah. Dooley. Yeah, up in Fresno when I was in Fresno last uh, month. Oh, wow. Yeah, I had to find some entertainment. So. Uh -huh. <laughs> That's an intense terrible pop. Retired from the Navy near there, Clovis. Yeah, they had a rogue festival of all kinds of arts and stuff. Is that so, right? Yeah. Did your dad uh, end up just living there and staying there in Fresno then? Yeah, he's planted there. He yeah. wanted to be buried at sea, but they put him in the ground. Uh -huh. So he's he, uh, 52, the cancer. He's a nuclear engineer. So. Uh huh. Navy, never yeah. again volunteer yourself. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> he was from a town further up north from there called Red Bluff, 17 years old. and no punk bands yet, so he joined. Yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah, I used his life in the Navy for my parallel on the first stop of trying to talk about losing me. Okay, so Candyman, Sammy Davis, Long yeah. Island. You're a listener at this time. Yeah. What about, what drove you to be a doer? To well, actually want to do music. To actually want to do music, it was a... Uh, I would say when in uh, elementary school, um, I just wanted to play the drums. I just, I was drawn to them. I wanted to learn. <clears throat> you had a kit in there? I had a kit. My, my dad bought me a kit. Oh, oh but, but did the school have one? Because, you know, they got... No, the school... Uh, School's got rid of music. School, yeah, they, it was, this was more sort of, um, they had rubber pads to practice on. Oh, practice pads. Okay. Uh, and then some snare drums, some tenor drums. There was one kit, I remember. There was one kit that, like, a special drummer or something would get to play. But for the most part, it was uh, pads and, you know, it was just learning the rudiments. But they did have a school band, like an orchestra. Yes. And you could take classes. Yeah. There. And that I continued. I down after 10 weeks at the one over here. His name was Mr. Looney. He goes, Mr. White, you try hard, but, you know, this is in front of the class. You know, don't waste your time. Don't waste my what time. What instrument don't was it? Don't waste our time. What <laughs> instrument was it? Clarinet. Clarinet? Seventh grade. Uh-huh. And, oh, I wanted to do sax with the other 50 guys. It was in uh -huh. the album. <laughs> yeah. Clarinet, licorice stick. In fact, in the older days, it was Artie Shaw. And, yeah, it was a... Man, after spending a couple of days in New Orleans, you did dig on that clarinet. Yeah. cool. But maybe I was taking it. I don't know. I never tried music in school again, though. So, did you get into the school band? I got into it. And then uh, I just kept playing. I just always loved the drums. Home, you got a kit. Your yeah, got, yeah. got me a kit. Now, where'd you play? In the basement. In the basement of my house. So a very suburban Long Island house. Yeah. So they and then they they dealt. They were fine they, with it. Yeah. Okay. They were fine with I it. I didn't say dealt with it, but that was a little. Yeah. 
I, I, uh, I can't believe it. You know, I, I took it for granted back then, but now I think, wow, that's a, that's a lot yeah, of noise to put up with. You buy your enemy neighbor's Ooh. kid the drum set, so it drives them insane. Yeah. 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 So, no, but this is you. Uh, now, was he the kind, most of the cats where the parents get them instruments, they say, okay, I'm going to get this for you, but you got to take lessons. I was taking lessons. And I, school. I, and school. What was the teacher? What is his name? you got to give him some credit, right? A Joe Martignet. Okay, was Joe, it? thank you. Yeah, so thank you, Joe. Yeah. Uh, he, it was great because we talked a lot about music. and uh, So he brought in like records and stuff. Yeah, and, he, and we talked about it too. Yeah, he, yeah. I remember him talking about, we even talked about religion and how he didn't believe in religion and stuff. So it was a very like, for a kid, it was a really great way to get introduced to what you know, music was, was about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, Me, my school, and he's an older dude, he ain't appeared. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But uh, what about at school? Was there dudes that... No one really, you know... Wanted a place so no one wanted to make a band. No, no. Uh, there's one kid. There's one... Uh, my best friend, Kenny Young. Yeah. Uh, we both got into punk together. He introduced me to punk. And How'd that happen? He just knew about, like, all the hardcore bands from um, uh, that Alternative Tentacles uh, compilation. Yeah. Uh, Let Them Eat Jelly Beans. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Uh, there are all those bands on there like Flipper and everybody, and that's from through that uh, we just started getting into it. And then I did he make mixtapes, cassettes? Uh, this is before the ability to do that. Like all he had was a turntable, so he'd play. You okay. show me these pictures of the Dead Kennedys and because I, I know a lot of cats that got into this uh, movement from these mixtapes. Right? Yeah, we didn't have that. You know, we weren't able to do that yeah, yet. Yeah. And then I would buy, you know, I bought, I remember, a Blondie record, a Ramones record. So we sort of came in a little late to the game, but we just started getting into punk. Now, had you been to any gigs before that? No. Okay. No, no. Too young. No, because I'm like, before punk, arena uh, rock for me. Yeah. So you didn't have any of that to deal with. Good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Clean slate. Yeah. Clean slate. Let's listen to some music. Somebody's gonna blow the whistle On hoodlums in high places They're collecting your numbers And your personal data And if you speak out They'll paint you into a corner Brand you a terrorist, communist informer like a bird on the wing, like glory in the flower, your freedoms are fading by the hour. The whistleblower's a man of integrity, trained by the elite. He's hardly a spy, he's just fed up with a corrupt authority, invading your privacy while real spies run free. By imperialist decree, he's indicted for treason, for informing the people, people like you and me. Like a bird on the wing, like glory in the flower, your freedoms are fading by the hour. He's a traitor while a high echelon tribunal of stooges Gives him 30 years in the slammer for leaking secrets and public abuses The whistle
whistle is blowing for you and me But ain't it some kind of tragedy Some people don't know how to be free Or just to broke dick forge their own destiny Like a bird on the wing, like glory in the flower Your freedoms are fading by the hour The president orders squadrons of drones To destroy churches and schools Of women, children, and ordinary fools Or bombs are falling, crushing their bones an evil hand that swore on the Bible uphold justice, keep the world free, but does neither except deceive you and me. Leadership is liable for the crimes they commit. They can pin medals on themselves, but they're guilty ever bit. Like a bird on the wing, like glory in the flower, the freedoms are fading by the hour. A man must stand to expose their lies. You can't act dumb while their victims' cries are choked with rifle butts in your apathetic sighs. The whistleblower knows this ain't a pretty thing. Blowing the whistle on the intelligence machine There is no escape from their power and might But knowing the score is half the fight Like the titan who stole the gift of fire Information's freedom, it's the gift of life A bird on the wing like glory in the flower The whistleblower gives us back the power Power to the people and the fire of life Seuss, the dinosaurs 
street for partying with guitars and the safety zone.
and we take time to dance.
Today, Prince, huh? 
Prince died today. Oh, man. Damn. 57. Oh, man. Wow. Yeah. Well, I didn't know. Yeah. I was so busy this morning. Yeah, so yeah. just before you guys came over, I just wow. saw that. Yeah. Whew. Uh, we were, I guess we're, it's a period in our lives where all these cats. Yeah. And the rock and roll period, too. The, the, everyone's aging. Yeah. Or getting less younger. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck train. Time is a freight train out of control. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Okay. Big time. We heard whistleblower blues, Tap Falco, Panther Burns, and me and uh, Larry. I took Larry to Sarah Catalina. Oh, right, yeah, his, uh, yeah, cool. Fiancée and her mother, his mother, future mother-in-law from uh, Norway. They dug it big time. Oh, no cool. puking on the boat either. Nice. And there was a uh, ten-foot swells, twenty-five uh, mile knot winds. I used they, to work they on that boat. Good. Yeah, we're well, they're Nordic Vikings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Larry's Tennessee though, but he's uh. tough. He's, he, 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 I took Thurston. He painted the deck green. <laughs> I had to bust him out of the head. Oh man! People had to piss. That's torture. Come on. Okay. Uh, then I used we to have to clean that shit. That? I used to have to clean that shit. Oh, I know. Yeah, brother Matt worked them. The Cat- cattle boats, though, in those yeah, that was days, Catalina right? Express. Oh, the Express. Yeah, yeah but the, they had those old yeah, those, boats that those took those fucking were four hours puke, sometimes. Puke that was a puke bucket. That thirst was on puke trough. <laughs> and then we had Safety Zone Jack. That's a project Chris Groger in Austin's doing. Great poet. We need some more poems from Chris Gordon. Mm. Wire, brand new, nocturnal Koreans. They're still going, Wire. Big influence on men. Man. Oh, yeah? That's where we got the idea of little songs. Oh, yeah. That's not minute nice. men. It's minute, because arena rock. Uh-huh. But Dee Bloom said, no, I'll put them together if it's with us. <clears throat> People are trying to uh, appropriate patriotic symbols. Uh-huh. You got to dilute that kind of power. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Boom was the thing. Yeah. Uh, then, uh, very be careful. They're going to be guests soon. These guys, uh, accordion, uh, Oh, yeah? It's it's not it's not but I was correct, it's not Norteña, it's uh from the Colombia. So oh col- a, uh, Cumbia. A, Campo Cumbia. Uh, uh, Valentina. Something with a a Valen. Valentina uh-huh. they call their, their, oh, cool. their brand. Bitchin'. But they're gonna be on uh, Buddies of Joe Biden. So. Oh nice. And then Al Scorch want one. That's uh, that C D there. From uh, out of Chicago, uh, Bloodshot. Oh one. yeah, yeah. Ooh. They, yeah, they've had a, a lot of good music. Uh, yeah. John from the Mekons. Oh, yeah. Go for some good yeah. cycle action for that. That's today. right. Yeah, okay. thank you. No problem. Uh, he's going to be on via Skype in a couple weeks, oh, too. Cool, cool. Scorch. Cool. It's a great name. Uh, and uh, people are flawed. Howie Reed, brand new album. That's a man in acoustic bass. Uh, that's Charlie Hayden. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, Lemon Kittens, PBS. I found all my old Lemon Kittens. Uh-huh. I love this. Do you know this band? uh uh-huh. From late 70s, uh-huh. early 80s. Wild, crazy, uh, from England, and maybe Friends of Genesis, uh, Robin Grissom. Oh, yeah, okay. United Dairies was the label. Uh, and then, uh, Denied Negative uh, Example, that's uh, Bucky from uh, Tar Babies out of Madison, new brand new band. I got read up in the Times. He said, he couldn't believe it. He says, I've only sold like 80 or 90 of these. Wow. He wrote about me in the New York Times. <laughs> and uh, Diane Marie Cloba with 10 Days. Finally, brand new Omni, Afterlife. A couple guys from Deer Hunter in that band out of Atlanta. I got to share stage with it. Uh, back back to your, your, your journey. Yeah. So, you and your buddy, you get into the movement, you start absorbing the records. It must have like hit on you, man. We should start a band, maybe, because that was the basic right away. philosophy, right? Right away, right away. We, okay. we, we put a band together called the KGB. And Whoa. it was like, it was... Uh, which, Scary name, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and we just played some hardcore music. And, Did you have uh, a logo? 
I don't think we did. I think he drew something. Big ass sword. Yeah. Oh, we should have done that. <laughs> we were too young to get that together, but although uh, usually it was a bullet in the back yeah. of the neck, but big yeah. sword. Uh, okay. And you know, so, so did you start writing songs at first, or did you uh, do covers? I always ask people. Uh, uh, a little bit of both. Because when I started, we only copied records like assholes. Uh huh. No, that's a good thing. Now, you guys so much you... about the the movement when people just started writing. Right from the get-go. What did you What did you cover? Oh well, of course, all six Creed albums. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I met Dee Boone. The only rock band he knew was Creed's. Yeah. So I couldn't hear him. His mom put me on bass. I couldn't hear what uh-huh. the guy was fucking playing. Yeah. You know, twenty feet of grape juice, <laughs> five quarters of stylus. So I, I, that's why I got into flannels because I thought if I wore the singer shirts. Dee Boom would still like me. <laughs> I can tell like I was doing. So, you did a little of both. Uh, when you wrote the songs, did you collaborate? Or did each guy bring, here's my tune, now flesh it out? Uh, it was um, collaboration. But I feel like we were so young that it was just like a frenzied, like, that, that's our song, that's it. There, there was not an artistry to it that we, we put to it. It was just, we'd sing about school and... Yeah. and, and you know, it, it was just kind of like an imitation of everything that we heard. Okay. And, yeah. What came, did you take, the title came last, title came first? Wow, that's a good question. Because I always start with titles. If I don't have a title, I have no focus, so I always ask that question. Nobody puts the title first that I've asked. They always put it last. I, I'm going to guess that we did titles last. Okay. I'm going to guess. Do you, what about I, I think the first thing that would come would be the speed, the tempo. Right. So the first thing would be like, we got to do a song that's you know this fast or this fast or this oh, wow. slow. I think that's, <laughs> that's what happened. And then from there we would put it together. Kind of nuance. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, he was a. Uh, he started on pick and then I think he started doing more. Was a bass man? Fair. Oh yeah. Oh, for sure. I thought yeah. it was a guitar. Look at no, Kenny. You assume you make ass no. out of you and me. Kenny was on bass. Wow, that's fucking bitching. So it wasn't the lonely kick drum having to dance alone. No, 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 no. People, no. I know there's more room in the boat, but fuck, don't no. lose the basement. Okay, so he's a bass cat. Okay. Yeah, we used to like uh, Leroy Lee Gorman from Bow Wow Wow. Yeah, we were big fans of his bass playing. And that drumming was pretty poly. Yes, I, I had a, I had a timbali. I, I threw a timbali in, in imitation of it. Wow. I'd have some timbalis. Like now, did you guys do any recordings? Yes, we did. We, we recorded gigs. a couple of things. Gigs, yes. Yeah, we did what a couple came of things. first, gigs or recordings? Gigs. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, now, can you remember your first gig? No, I can't remember. Uh, yes. Was it a pan share? Mine was. Not literally. Oh, I had oh, some of those later. <laughs> what is that? What, what did you call pants it? Pants shitter, like you shit in your pants. Oh, no, no, no. It must have been, I think, I think during the day at some kind of outdoor bazaar. You know what I mean? Like a bazaar, meaning like they, they had like some kind of youth activities. And then we're like, hey, we're playing at 1 o'clock. And so we had our amps out there and little plugs. Little and stage. Little, little stage. And uh, I can't remember if that, there might have been a few adults there, but it was certainly not like a show show. It was like, hey, we got to play. You still get played in front of people. Yeah. I have not thought about any of these things until now. <laughs> uh, for you to ask me that, I'm just really digging Well, I'm through. curious because everybody's got a different path in music. Yeah. You know? That all leads to now. Yeah. And I'm remembering a, a PV amp. Remember PV amps? Like that yeah, seems uh, like what uh, everyone had. They're called the Marshall Mississippi. They're from uh, Mississippi. <laughs> <You are? laughs> my first bass. 
amp that I used for gigs was a P. Really? It was a 400 at 215s. Yeah. Really lame sound. Really, and also really heavy. And I remember, yeah, yeah. like, the wheels did not work. It was like, squeak, 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 squeak. And you put it up. So you're dragging the motherfucker. Dragging it, and then you, you know, long extension cord. Um, so, yeah, I me- and daylight. I remember it was so unrock and roll because it was daylight. Okay. Yeah. You know? Well, your drums. Drums were. Um, What'd you carry them in? Every golf sack? No. Uh, back then, it was just like piling them uh, with no cases yeah, into. <laughs> sta- you know, stand, so stand, trips. stand, 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 yeah. yeah. Many uh, trips. And, uh, and that weird uh, 60s uh, pattern on it. You know, that sort of like it looks like kind of pearl, black pearl kind of. Yeah. What, I don't, it's I don't probably know. some contact paper stuck on the yeah, wood. Yeah, yeah. Right, kind of rusty, and that, those are the drums. That was it, you know. And no, I, you, we didn't have a choice. Now, would you take it from there? That was kind of it. I like, oh, like, you played nighttime. Oh, we played it. On. We played at uh, CBGB's once. We played at uh, okay, a couple of Long Island, bad, uh, a couple of Long Island venues like the Right Track Inn, and then we played um, a place called the Rock Hotel in Manhattan. I remember we opened for a band called GBH and Murphy's Law played. I think so, I played there once. It was open for a yes. little while. A little played while. there with uh, Helios Creed. It was like a real, an actual venue. Yeah. 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 Well, so was CBs. When we played, it wasn't because we... we oh, it turned we, into a store? like It was like a, a not a legit night. It was like uh, almost like an audition night. Yeah. So you just play and they tell you whether you can play again or not. Oh, okay. We, we never heard Because I remember they opened up an annex next Yes, door. there's that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, Hilly. Rest yeah. in peace. But, and oh, we, shit, we're at the end of the first hour. April 21, 2016, Dish the Pedro Show. Hold tight for hour two. April 21, 2016, is second hour, Watt for Show.
Shine on us, moon shine on us. 
show we started second hour off with uh, a new wave by Slater Kinney yeah they got back together brother man yeah I was reading that and then uh, Ted Koppel yeah we got a bunch of stuff from this label uh, a love monk out of Madrid Spain so Ted Koppel with Canaza, uh, Ginferno skele- Skeleton kind of skeleton but spelled uh, medium rail from Gecko Turner, uh, Pajaro Sunrise, Passing Birds, Paraitos, yeah, that's all birds. <laughs> okay, Pyramid Blue and uh, Fuck Fame by Bart Davenport. Uh, back to the mission. So, KGB lasted how long? Couldn't have been more than two years. And what broke it up? I went to college. Ah, so you abandoned your 
I abandoned it, and I, I didn't get back to playing music for another... Also in college, no music. Not really, a little bit, and then... Uh, some dudes, that's where they begin. Yeah. Where, where'd you go? School of Visual Arts in, in New York. But but then New after... York co- New York City. Okay. After a couple of years, I met... So you lived in Manhattan? Yeah, at the dorms. Much different... Oh, really? On the campus? Yeah. Wow. At the I dorms of... met of, anybody who did that. Yeah. Well, it was just, you know, it, it makes no, it easy it, to live in Manhattan. Yeah, okay, you don't have to travel. Yeah. <laughs> And then I met... Um, but the difference between Long Island, Manhattan, big time up. Well, yeah, except we were close to it. So our whole... Everyone who lived in our town, you know, the, our life was based home. around... Yeah, it was the, the commuters that went to... I've been on that, the Long Island Railroad. Yeah. That's how... I, when I turned 40, I went to Pine Lawn, because that's where John Coltrane is buried. You went for your birthday? Because he died at 40. Uh-huh. Sad about Prince. It really is. Yeah. It's amazing music, music, music. Yeah. But anyway, I went to his grave... I had to go two times because I thought I was just going to see it. There's 10,000 dudes planted there. Uh-huh. So I gave up and I came back and I, uh, I found the gardener. Uh-huh. And he said, yeah, he's in the gardener's sanctuary. So then I found him. And it was just his name. and uh-huh. He had another space for Alice waiting. Uh-huh. But I... Lo- L-I-R-R. And I, I, I got it underneath Madison Square Garden. Yeah, it's that Penn Station. That, But it's not the real Penn Station. They tore right. that down like dumb fucks. Yeah, right? yeah. That's why I was told, brother. There's a beautiful piece of architecture. In so, there. yeah. Yeah. Through the shredder. Yeah. For stucco. Uh, well, yeah. No, this is okay. It's underneath, at least. Yeah. Kind of trippy thing. Uh, that's funny that you're, you've been on the Long Island Railroad. But that's the only time. You know, yeah. See, see John Coltrane. Uh, yeah. Rest in place. Yeah. Uh, I got to go to Dick's Hills, because that's near there. And that's where... He, they saved the house. That's where he wrote Love Supreme. Now, oh, the really? The pad in Philadelphia on 33rd Street. Uh-huh. He bought with his Navy uh, GI Bill money. Yeah. Because Mary. In fact, they were redoing it. One of the worker men gave me a piece of brick. It's in, on the, in the boat on the deck. Uh-huh. Would you say... I didn't steal it. I don't fucking... I don't rate relics, okay? But the, the worker man gave me Yeah. So, uh... So, it... it audio... It, it, well, well, so... It's just connected with the music? Yeah, it, 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 I, um... You wanted to get into, like, bringing, uh, like, soundtracks to uh, movies? No, I actually went because uh, I wanted to meet other musicians. Uh, in School of Visual Arts, I, I, I went there... Didn't play for a while, but then I met uh, this this guy named Damon, and he had a, a jacket that said "The Damned" on it. I was like, "Ah, oh, this guy's gonna be, this guy knows the deal." So we put a band together, and we moved to Chicago. Called? So we we uh, it went great. We we no, were what was that band called? Trench Mouth. Trench Mouth. Yeah, okay. and we played in Chicago for a long a long while. Were you in Frank Zappa? Uh, no, that's Trench Foot. Uh, yeah, a, yeah, Frank Zappa. I'm not a big great. Zappa fan, yeah. but uh, uh, yeah. I remember something trench but yeah. heard on my head yeah. or some shit. I'm more of a beef heart man. But, you are? Uh, it's well, funny. They're they're in the, pick one or they, the yeah, but they're in the same school of... They're buddies. Yeah. They're de- from the dead. Yeah. In fact, he helped, ended up helping the captain. Took, took him on tour when it was hard. Oh, really? Sort of lures and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so trench mouth, and this was another two-piece band? No, this was... Um, okay. KGB was a trio... That was oh. bass, bass, drums, and guitar. Well, but we'll Kenny was on bass. Yeah, but who was the third? You got to mention. Uh, his name is Danny. Okay, Danny. Da- Danny Sorry, about that. I Sorry Danny. Duet. No. You started out as a duet, and then you brought Danny. And we brought Danny in. So that was um, uh, we were a trio, and then um, uh, Trenchmouth was a four-piece quartet. Quartet, and we played for a long while in Chicago. So you make all through move, the '90s. You make a move from uh, Manhattan, New York, to Chicago. To Chicago. Move Why, to Chicago. There's another school. That's it. 
Damon went to school in Chicago, so I was like, oh, come along. What, what, what kind of school there? They had a film school? Uh, art school. He went, he went oh, to art okay. school there. And then uh, the bass player, Wayne... He, I was conceived in Chicago. I'm born in Virginia, but I'm conceived. There's a boot camp there, and there was a, a dance for Hungarian refugees. Uh-huh. And met my mom uh-huh. at YMCA. In Chicago? Yeah, in fact, I, I borrowed Steve Albini's bike to go ride the uh-huh. little street. It was while my mom gave me the address. Uh-huh. And I opened the leash and Ma, I found it. She was Michael White. You were conceived there. Uh-huh. Really? Now they they took away the ba- uh, or added a balcony. There was changes to it, but the pad was still there. This apartment. You're born in Virginia. Yeah. What's it? Conceived in, in Chicago. Chicago. What city in Virginia? Portsmouth. Uh huh. I lived in Norfolk. Are you friends? No with... smoke, no drink. <laughs> are you Are you a friend of Steve Albini's? Uh, acquaintance, peer, I guess. Yeah, I've stayed in this pad for two weeks while we were making that album. Yeah. Now, I'm very friendly with the cats. Comped yeah. with them every night. Yeah. He likes poker. Uh, I love Steve. Yeah. Also, did you kn- know him there? Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I, I've known him uh, more recently, too, like in the past 10 or 15 years. Did I, you I get to record electrical audio? We, we never did, but I, I, okay. I just would go and hang out there and stay at that place. I just love that studio. Did Trenchmouth ever do the tour thing? Which, a lot. We toured all the time. Okay, we we bought a van. It's kind of neat. Yeah. Because it's in the middle there. Madison, that's Minneapolis. That's what I'm saying. New England's even closer, but next one is that, that Midwest. But those roads are so nice. It's They're so flat, and it's great to oh, go sure, from... Oh, sure, sure, sure. To go to Iowa, Sioux City, Iowa, and... Uh, the College Town, I Yeah. Des Moines. Des Moines, Indianapolis. Ames, Iowa Tech. Rockford. Rockford, oh yeah. The, yeah. The, the, the quarter... Yeah, the quad, uh, cities. quad cities. It's just, uh, it was great. So we. And then we, there's the other way too, Indiana. Indiana, right. Ohio, Ohio, Michigan, Kalamazoo. Sure. Uh, that stuff is. It's. It was great. It it's was a great. big town for the middle. Those yeah. People on the coast think it's all, but for Midwest people, Chi-Town is the yeah. big shoulders. Yeah. We we had a great time. We loved it. We toured all, all the time. And I saw you play in Chicago a bunch. I saw you play in... Uh, at the, you were talking to Faro's band. Most of those gigs was yes. Cabaret Metro. Cabaret Metro. So I saw you there a bunch of times. One time we played a pad called The West End, though, and the owner went off. I think it was on a three-day cho-cho binge. Uh-huh. Jumped up on the bar. I don't like this uh-huh. kind of music. Ripped up the tabs. Had a gun. For what? For which band? Faro's. I might have so. seen you also at the Riviera... I oh, feel like open opening for, for the Beastie Boys, yeah. That's right, one of the last Firehose tours. Yeah. Beastie Boys, very kind of said, there's another man who went to yeah. early, Adam Young. Yeah. Beautiful man. Yeah. Beautiful. My bass got stolen, he sent me one the next day. Really? Uh, I weighed like 20 pounds, one of these old Gibsons. I played for the New York City gig, but, <laughs> but he was just so kind. You got that? Is that the Firebird you're always playing recently? I've, uh, Thunderbird. The Thunderbird. Firebird. No, no, the um, the SG looking one. What do you call the SG looking one? Oh, yeah, with the double. Yeah, it's a Gibson thing. Yeah, that's what I. I started I, playing those around 15 years ago. My hands uh-huh. got sore. I don't record with them, but I do gigs. They're little. Uh huh. What do you record with? Big ones, Thunders. I, I have a big Gibson, mm-hmm. a Thunderbird, mm-hmm. non-reverse. Yeah, big ones sound better with the low notes. Uh-huh. Live, you can't really tell, but they sound flabby on recordings. Is there a, a, a bass brand you just uh, you find you just don't want to play? Is there one that you go, I cannot... Or Carpenter blames his tools, my buck. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I try not to like stoop uh-huh. to that level, you know, but there are some I like better than others. You know? uh-huh. uh, 
Oh, we wouldn't, we wouldn't, but I, I, but it wouldn't. I would. I would ask the opening bands to use the bass for the gig mm -hmm. and not practice on it, just because when you don't know a bass, mm -hmm. you don't know how far it goes. It's, it's really fun. Mm -hmm. A laying bass is usually the second time you play. First time it's like, whoa, what's this all about? Mm -hmm. you know, how deep she go? How you can push her or can't push her? Uh -huh. and, yeah, it's all about finding out. So that first gig, almost any bass is very exciting for me. It's the next gig, like, oh my God, half the notes on this thing are dead, you know, uh -huh. shit like that. It's, it's an incredible instrument, the bass. I, I, I am it's still, fascinated it's mysterious. by it. Mm -hmm. It's still finding itself, mm -hmm. which I like. Uh, I didn't it's, pick it, but I'm glad I got put on it. Yeah. And uh, people are always asking me, when are you moving on to another one? I said, there's too much to learn with this. Uh -huh. They're asking me to do five string. There's a Toledo company that's been put out of Mike Watt. Oh, yeah? The Watt Plower. Cool. They've been working with, with, with me because I wanted, I don't know, I, you know, just to do it as kind of a vanity thing, huh. you know, like that thing. But if they really want to do it, you know, I got a little experience, things I like about it. So they going, I think I'm on the fifth or sixth one now. We're almost there. Oh, and cool. what, would, what would the uh, body be? Like the uh, like a, a little scent? like that, like a little little yeah. lollipop. Yeah, I don't like the big long thing on top so much. I love fenders, but for playing live, this big thing. Uh huh. Yeah. To me, they're different worlds. Like recording, I, I always sit at. Uh huh. Only dose gigs I did sit. Yeah. Down. People don't want to see you do rock and roll sitting there. <laughs> Even pizza. I remember the first gig I did. He had a stool yeah. for the organ man, right? You think I'm going to be the only motherfucker coming out of the cake? Uh -huh. <laughs> Never had a stool. He donated it. He didn't even take it home. That stool is still fucking Arizona. <laughs> but, uh, trench mouth. So, 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 you made recordings? We recorded, we played all the time, and I had a great time. I loved playing the drums, but I felt like we were sort of stuck in a. Plateau? Yeah. We were just stuck in. Holding pattern? Yeah. And I water. felt, yeah. And somewhere in there, I also felt like I wasn't enjoying recording as much as other people did. Some people love being in the studio. Yeah. My ears couldn't hear the difference between a good mix and a bad mix. Yeah. I, I wanted to go home. I, I would yeah, say. Yeah, but I think that's admirable to admit that. Most dudes, they have the same problem. They just don't admit it, man. Uh -huh. Shitty mixes. <laughs> yeah. You know, so yeah. I, I congratulate you, though. But yeah, it was the luster yeah. was, and, was lacking. Yeah. There were people who I could I could tell were meant to be in the studio, and I, little by little, I, I it didn't feel like that's where I, I I needed to be or wanted to be. And over in the late uh, '90s, I just started doing comedy, and things started opening up for me in a very things became easier for me. Speaking where, about comedy, what about did you have this problem in the band as drummer being treated as retard? Uh, What's that about, man? I don't know. I, maybe it's because you don't plug in the instrument or something like that. I started putting my drummers at the front of the stage. This denial shit. <laughs> but drummers are stupid. That they're, yeah. they're uh, expendable. They yeah. don't have names. Yeah. Put them in the back and yeah. hide them. It's all rhythm music. What yeah. deniers? Yeah. What uh -huh. Denial is going on, brother yeah. man. And uh, so I put my drummers way in the front. Yeah. And you should have done it with George, especially George Early. Oh, yeah. But George is very highlighted. I liked you guys. I know, I treated know. him with a well, lot that of was, respect. That's actually the political part of the minute, man. Yeah. D. Boone called the words thinking out loud. He said the politics was how we put the band together. Yeah. He didn't want the bass and drums being at the bottom of the hierarchy. Yeah. Because we're bringing these up. Now, me and him learned together, so we didn't have to teach. So most of the time when we get, uh, got songs, it was spent on teaching Georgie 
or giving him areas where he could do the fills and all that whaling stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, congrats to Georgie for getting on the Rolling Stone list of all-time bitchin' drummers. Did he really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, good for him. Yeah, top wow. 100. Yeah, especially that rap. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this oh, was the last okay, couple George. weeks or so. Well, I always knew. Yeah, yeah, we knew. He's on my top <laughs> one list. But anyway, that, that was the idea. And, I, and to me, it is comical that the drummers are given such low respect. It, it was kind of there with bassmen too, but really with the drummers. Yeah. This kind of thing. Where we're all doing little rhythmic figures. Yeah. But, you know, who's really doing the Pavarotti 10,000 notes before I repeat thing? Yeah. You know, they're all little rhythmic patterns. Yeah. But you... you and you show me a good band that has a lame drummer. Then it's not going to happen. Not going to happen. It's the hard. It's yeah. The... You're... Okay, so you're still into expression, but you want to take it to another place. Yeah. And you never you never tried other instruments. I, pl- I play some guitar. Oh, okay. I play some and, guitar. And how'd you get into that? Just they, they, it they're, oh, they're around. They're just always around. So, um, uh, so I'll just... Georgie, too, a little bit. Yeah. In fact, Georgie went and built one. Oh, yeah? Uh, <laughs> That's man. how he is. <laughs> That's how he built one. He's oh he's because he's a he's carpenter a too, right? Yeah, yeah, he makes things. Yeah, I, he was. Yeah, I heard him on a podcast. He was on an interview as well. Um, Maybe with Chris, the yeah. Neat puppet basement. Yeah, so he was. So he was talking about that. That's that's your, George. He's a doer. So is Pizzo, mm-hmm. my organ man and second man. Yeah, there's these guys. Their pop always had something in the garage, you know, a little shop in the fabricator that can make things yeah. really good with the hands. Are you good at building things? Not like that. Yeah. <clears throat> Never had a garage. <laughs> Every time I try to put a shelf Got up. Got one now, but uh, it just barely fits the boat. Yeah. So I can't have anything in there. Yeah. Uh, the van. Uh, in the van, yeah. Line. You still have the same I call one? call it boat uh, yeah. for slang. Yeah, you have the same one you've had for one. your fourth one? I've been doing it a little, a little while. How, how new? I have one boat for yeah. 34 years. How new is this one? 11 now? Uh-huh. You know, it stopped. August... 2014, no more kind of lines. Yeah. Why? 53 years. Why? They went to the transit. I don't know why. Motherfuckers. Now maybe that's why Ford stands for for, for only rolling downhill. Uh huh. So how many miles you got in that sucker? This guy, 180. Oh. I, I could get. God, I just got brakes for. Him. I didn't have to do anything for for 10 years, and I just barely had to get new pads. If you maintenance maintenance. You do your last. Own. You do your also. You get them too <coughs> strong. You get them too get strong. Get the 150s. You get the 350s. You get the one ton. Uh-huh. You over design. Yeah, because you, if you get things at the margins, they rough run too hard. Uh huh. You also get the big 6.8 liter uh-huh. run. I've Go never big. been to the floor on that thing. You know, Go don't big. have to. So things run calmer. And uh, yeah, the rotors on the brake, uh, they're like this. <laughs> radio people, this thing. <laughs> and this is my advice for you band people: don't get the. Uh, Phone company ones, the 100s with the straight six, you know, and never skimp on brakes, rubber, or suspension. What about uh, changing the, the, the oil? Motor and all brake, that that's stuff. part of maintenance, every 3,000 miles. Uh, how do you feel about air conditioning? Do you keep it on? This is the first boat I had with one. First one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it was always really loud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shirts never wore shirts driving. Especially east of the Rockies. Uh-huh. It's not north south. It's the whole fucking thing. It's human as a mother. Uh-huh. In Montreal in the summertime. Probably St. Louis. So this one had it because they didn't have an option without it. Yeah. Uh. Still had crank windows though, fuck. Right? Uh. Gotta turn the motor back on and roll up the windows. Man, we want cranks, huh? 
You also don't want windows. Uh-huh. Well, you need a couple, especially one up front. Huh? <laughs> but you don't want them in the back because they don't want what they can't see. Uh huh. So, yeah, no. Those, those they don't want little, what they can't my, see. My little touring tips. Huh? I like that. Yeah. No peeking. So yeah, because you said the the bummer about music was the studio. Yeah. A lot of dudes, it's the road that eats them up. No, I, that like, that I liked. It's me too. I, in fact, I could, maybe this gets into the comedy a little bit, but yeah. I consider myself a, in the tradition of vaudeville. Yeah. What I'm doing. But it's pretty literal. I mean, you are going the out there. Yeah. In those days, farmers, no TV, no radio. They had to have cats work the towns. Yeah. And uh, why can't that ethic? Why did that ethic have to go away? I don't think it has to. No, Just I like agree. Just like fanzines in the internet. I Why agree. do we all have to go to the fake look? Why can't everybody have their own website, their own fanzine? Yeah. No middleman, no no filter. Yeah, agreed. And uh, so I look at this wave with, with touring. Yeah. Plus, you know, the other stuff when you're not playing, you know, the Bob Wire Fence Museum. Right. And stuff like that. Plus getting to meet all these people, right, right, hear, right. hear all these accents, mm-hmm. hear these languages. Ciao. Food. I mean, yeah. it's incredible. When else do you get to have... That's right. So Real interesting work. Yeah. yeah it's got some uh, benefits. Yeah. So it was a studio thing that really frosted you on it. Yeah, and it also sent a message to me, too. I thought people who love to do this, who are meant to do this, oh, would... Oh, you're taking their place. I, they're, kind of a vulgar. Yeah. I, I thought, like, what am I... You know, there's, there are people who are meant to do Give this. Give it up. Let it go. And, right. and instead of me struggling with music, I, when I started to do comedy, it, was, it felt like less of a struggle to me. Okay. Yeah, but I still keep all the oh, my yeah. I mean, coming up with jokes ain't tough too. I mean, being creative—it's diff- get me wrong. It should never be solved. That should always be a dilemma. Like, what do I do? Absolutely. When they, when they figure that out, oh my god! Forget that's, over, the right? yeah. that's the end. That's the end. Take the L out of lover. It's over. Look, we're getting to that time. Cool. Right. For the spin cycles, and we got a all special right. collaboration all right. uh, yeah. thing. Yeah. That we're going to have a summit here. Yeah. And. Uh, Good people listen. What does that mean?
the whole house shakes.
CDs handed to me before we started from Love Monk. <laughs> Love Monk out of Madrid. Yeah. And to collaborate. Yeah, thank you, Fred. Yeah, my pleasure. <laughs> yeah, and Jerry for the use of his electric bongos. Yeah. Thank you, Jerry. <laughs> He's on the docks right now. But he'll be picking them up this afternoon. <laughs> Thanks, Jerry. Uh, it's been the uh, second hour, April 21, 2016. This is Pedro Show. Hold tight for hour three. April 21, 2016, it's the third hour. Watch from Pedro Show.
Came up the hill to meet him in the dirt patch he was weeding. That was our first look at Aunt Peg's new old man. Uncle Hank was 75. He lived well and then he died, and none of us had nothing against her new old man. She likes fiddling, no doubt. Find his help on the rural route, and the rest didn't bear thinking about Aunt Peg. New old man. We sat down and we got fed along grace, but what a spread! The chicken was just an hour dead, and the stew was made of barley. I pulled out my banjo after a while, but he didn't like the scrub style. Listen up, boy. This year's called going down to Raleigh. Old Aunt Peg begun to frail. They got going on the Texas gales. Hit my ears like a Dances made the rounds Gay lax, hurrah 
Rocky Mountains They knew no one could count It was all in her heads and hands As a widow, and then to find a man to spade and hold and raise a little hill with a longbow and pegs to old man. Yeah, she likes fiddling, no doubt, like his help on the rural route, and the rest didn't bear thinking about and pegs new old man. Yeah, she likes fiddling, no doubt, like his help on the rural route, and the rest don't want to think about and pegs new old Once 
the deep end of the conversation. In a moment, down further on the couch, oblivious to the noise around, where a few moments of grace have re revealed common ground and the need for understanding, troubles negotiated freely toward an imaginative truth, a chance agreement in the conversation, a small miracle in the petri dish, just this one time talking and dragging things down a little, digging out a little trouble and attempting to solve the world's problems. Have a nice time talking, who knows where it may end, by giving it some meaning already, leading these things on linguistically and actually doing good by this, talking your way out of a hole and coming up with something that would result in a handshake, and therefore you did it for today.
Pedro show we started the third off with uh, third hour off with um, Nervous Genderist. Tell Fred here about the incredible band. Uh, yeah, you didn't have to have a guitar that be in a punk band those days. Mm -hmm. you could have a. You could be from East LA. You could do anything. Gerardo, uh, artist singer man was a great cat. I was thinking about him the other day. Speaking of East LA, hard losing people. Yeah, speaking of East L.A., uh, Alice Bag just did an album, huh? That's right. She's of all these years, solo first album. album. Yeah, Finally cool. Finally, Alice Bag. That's the first punk band me and D. Boone saw. The whiskey. Yeah. Alice Bag. The bags. They were called the Bags, and uh -huh. the singer was Alice Bag. And uh, the first thing out of my mouth, I looked at D. Boone. I said, "We can do this." Uh -huh. <laughs> it was just like it was like the big geo. Uh -huh. <laughs> Come on. And then when I met Joey Ramon later. He told me that that's what the movement was like. It was, he said it was like a big hay wagon. He says, yeah, you got something? Break, get up, jump yeah. on board. You got something to break? Uh, Lucy on the telly with red hair. I was live on Richard Meltzer's Health Cats from Hell. I was telling one of my big heroes uh, lives up in Portland. And I got to, in fact, he was on the show. I just played up there with X, with my second man. And we got to talk to Richard. Cool. But he couldn't go to the gig because somebody gave him some rhubarb whiskey. Uh, yeah, and his stomach was all kind of messed up. Uh, Heard of rhubarb whiskey. That's probably why he got sick on it. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know me, it was brown. It was going down. Uh -huh. After, though. Not, not on the wheel, not on the stage. Uh -huh. But after. We have the yeah. cock pad, everything's safe. We have a good time. All good things and all good time. Uh, Canal Street. Brother Steve McKay, Radon Assemble. We lost him. I played that thing for his wife. Yeah, it was terrible. Robbie Folks. Aunt Peg's new old man, that's uh, Bloodshot, great Chicago. Uh, from Long Beach, Slippers and Esalon with uh, Deimos, that's part of their Go to Mars opera piece, whatever. Joe Brewer with, uh, out of Madison with the uh, deep end of the conversation poem. Coma and Algiers, can't remember from not Algiers. Might have been, it was your coma. <laughs> <laughs> For what? Uh, Tokyo Savannah from Brazil with Thick Smoke. Death pedal out of Glasgow with Good versus Evil. And finally from Germany, David Nesselhoff with Hegel. Getting a little philosophical. Good versus Evil. I guess you get some like a dialectic. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You quit drums? I mean, I've always kept be, drums with, you know, as part of my life. Yeah, but, right. But as your main... Uh, yeah, yeah. That's good. Yeah. Because, you know, like with... So people, it's just a rimbal with, uh, or bow, with poems, like two, three years. Yeah, stopped. Alvin Jones, he has oxygen tape, you know, he's going down swinging, you know. But I don't think one's more legitimate than the other. Uh-huh. Yeah, just. I, I, I'll always be a drummer. I'll always, it'll always be a part of my life. Yeah, great. Yeah. I gotta, I wanna get some skill on it. Uh -huh. Yeah. Show me, you know, we were talking off the air, people. Uh, that I, my prop pad always has a kit set up, so I don't have to be fucking late yeah. <laughs> for setup and tear down. Yeah. It's time to pack. It's time. Yeah. But then, you know, the other idea is, hey, why don't you make use of that and start learning slowly? I bet, I bet you'd be great. Well, I know it would play bass better uh -huh. at the end of the day. Yeah, because it's rhythm. So I think he goaded me into it. So, so, start. Yeah. Uh, how did the comedy thing once you transitioned to that? How did that progress? I um I went to South by Southwest. You know that uh -huh. festival. I did this year. 
Oh yeah. Like my yeah. tenth time when not wanting to do it, there I was brought. <laughs> yeah. Although this one was, I was only there one day, but it was neat. A nice, good time. It was. It was. You know. Uh, also, it was just flying in. It's the first time where I didn't drive around and all yeah, that. Yeah, cool. And, uh, so. You went to this thing with, with trench mail? No, no, I went, um, I, I was just going to play some music. Okay. But I, um, uh, went with a, with a video camera and I started doing interviews with people as different oh. characters, you know, just as a sort of g- goof, you know? Yeah. And from that videotape of me doing these fake interviews, um, I started to just... What gave you that idea? I, I don't know. You just thought, man, there's a lot of characters. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So I just it, it, there is a lot of oh yeah it was for for no reason it was just uh, it just happened and then that video uh, just sort of made the rounds and I showed it at different clubs and stuff and I noticed right away I started getting more attention than I ever did in, in trench. You're showing the the video. Someone edited it for me of me doing these fake interviews and then so it's like a gig. Yeah. So then you did a few of those different type things, huh? The, yeah, and then it just. All of a sudden... Oh, so the comedy wasn't getting up in front of people and telling jokes. It was doing characters. It was me as a sort okay, of... Okay. As, a, as For example... Because me as, I know some musicians that have... That yeah. bass man in Cobra Verde, he went to stand. Uh, there's some cats who get me yeah. telling jokes. Uh, the drummer man for Bob Mould. Yes. And Super Ch- uh, Famously, uh, yeah. Famously. Worcester? Worcester. Yeah. John Worcester. Yeah. I just saw him in Memphis when oh. I was on tour with Tap. Oh, cool. And this guy, and he's still a drummer man. Yeah. But he's, he got into telling jokes in front of people. Yeah, and doing like uh, prank calls and stuff. He, he does that? Yeah, yeah. Mr. Tom and Tobacco loves that. <laughs> yeah. So, I know a guy in Pittsburgh, he's, a, he's really into that. He wanted to know what I knew about it. And I only knew about them jerky, jerky boys. Guys. <laughs> Remember that? They yeah. made a fucking movie out of <laughs> The Jerky Boys. Yeah. I, I never saw it. I can yeah. imagine that. <laughs> Wears a little thin, you know? yeah. So okay, okay. And with these little skits, yeah. So then that sort of, I started getting more and more gigs from that. I started doing it for TV, and very, very quickly that turned around where I started doing it more and more. And before wow. I knew it, that's what I was doing for a living. Now, since you're dealing with people like that, it wasn't scripted. Yes, unscripted. You were just, you were just bouncing off. Yeah. In the moment. Yeah. These guys like. Yeah. Well, look, he's got his beard made to be like a soup bowl. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> Let me get into that. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get his last uh, music for this edition.
Steve Rochelle, uh, last music to this edition. Barrett's Whitfield, The Savage, Sugar, another <laughs> bloodshot. Yeah, because I stayed in Chicago. Yeah. I didn't know about Long Island. Thanks for learning. Oh, yeah. Lou Reed. Lou Reed. I read the Victor Brockers book, read it. He got shock therapy there. Yeah, blasted his brain. Fucked up. As a young man, younger man. Uh, well, uh, Sugar. He lives in a park called uh, Beverly. It's near Boston. Uh, won't come back. Total Eclipse. That's out of Lyon, France. Uh, Kiss Me Fast. My Mother's Coming. Thomas uh, Burkett's Jig by Ed Heslam. I think that's over in England. Shy Squad. Zigun Sauce. Zigoiner Sauce. Sorry, German people. Although I think these are Auslanders that are living there because they spell Scheisse wrong. And then Broken Brain, Art Trip, and the Static Sound. Brand new labor camp with Lazy Daisy in the sky. It's got Paul Rosser with uh, Kurt. Oh, cool. And finally, John Truby with Time House. And Time is how. We're at the end of the show. Do, do you ever have cats come up to you asking for advice? Yes. Because I'm going to do that right now. Okay. What advice would you give somebody getting into the music racket, given your experience with KGB and Trench Mouse? Um, make sure to be around people who make you laugh. I think that that makes the time go much faster and you get to enjoy your time no matter what. I think the laughing part, like someone, it, it, it's like a sensibility you have with somebody. It says a lot more than just uh, a shared uh, opinion on comedy. It's, it says you, you share a, an aesthetic. That's interesting. You remember yeah. an old Portland band called Wipers? Of course. They were huge yeah. for us, okay? Yeah. I met Sam Henry, the first drummer. Maybe. Yes. Uh-huh. So I asked him, what was it like to be in the Wipers? Drummers. Right. Said, rule number one, no laughing in the van. <laughs> Why? <laughs> That's what he me. And it made me think of that because of your advice. That's what it's great. Said. They'd be torn. You said they also, Greg did all the driving, like I think 40 miles an hour. Like, <laughs> That's what Sam Henry told me. And it, and it was a great honor to meet him. Yeah. And then you learn an insight like that. It's like, whoa. Did you yes, guys? It takes a lot of colors to make a rainbow, doesn't it? <laughs> did you guys laugh in your van? Oh, fuck yeah, man. And, and, and argue a lot, too. Uh, especially Minutemen days. A lot of arguing. Uh, I don't picture the Minutemen arguing ever. Oh, completely. Pulling the boat over and, like, socking it out. Or no, we're going, no. We're, going, we're driving to the library to find whether King Henry II or Henry III had to walk through the snow to get back from excommunication. <laughs> no, it's insane shit. Deepen was really into history. And Georgie's good with uh, things. Uh-huh. Making things. And, you know, That's I'm what you guys argued? <laughs> and so yeah. you mix that all together, and, and all firstborns, uh-huh. all, you know, so all strong-headed guys in that. Yeah. yeah. We never mm-hmm. lived in the same pad. Me and Deepu a little bit. When I was having knee surgery, we both lived at my ma's uh-huh. for a little bit, and he was between pads. Yeah. You had knee surgery? Uh, twice. Uh-huh. I had born with bad knees. And, in fact, this uh, ligament is gone, so people who see me limping, don't push me down, please. <laughs> I'm challenged. <laughs> it doesn't hurt, but I just can't work. That, that's great advice, though. Yeah. I only brought yeah, up that excellent. thing, not saying yeah. that Mr. Sage was right. Yeah. But it was an interesting counterpoint. And the whole idea is there are many ways to do expression. Yeah. Yeah, that's like a whole nother conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Man, is that an overworked word or what? Yeah. Remember rap? Do you remember a show that used to be on locally called Let's Rap? When you were uh, born? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Rap m- m- used to mean talking. Yeah. The conversation, when I hear this word now, yeah. Yeah. it's not a verb. Yeah. yeah. 
It's the noun part. It's yeah. like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. I, say, but, I guess converse is the word. But I'm a fuck up. Well, thank you so much for being on, though. I, I, I want to say I'm very happy to be in San Pedro. Yeah. And, or, uh, or even. You can or just Pedro. Yeah, because yeah. we, like we like to breathe. We like to breathe. Right. Yeah. right. Yeah. What did you call the a hospital? Hospital. The hospital. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> Sometimes you do the other way, though. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you just care about people. Yeah. So you don't say ho, you say the tail. <laughs> ah. Okay, it's been uh, April 21, 2016 edition of Waffle Pedro Show. Everybody, keep your powder dry. Yeah.